Welcome, everyone, to a special bonus episode of the Hayden Remillard Sports Podcast. Your Hayden Remillard NFL Draft, or the first round of the NFL, anyway, is in the books. And this episode, I'm going to take a look at each first round pick and give quick thoughts on how I feel about what the team decided to do with their first round selection. Start with Jacksonville Jaguars, who had the first overall pick. And surprise, surprise, they took quarterback Trevor Lawrence out of Clemson. This is probably the most anticlimactic draft pick in recent memory. Everyone is nervous for now. And Lawrence had over 10,000 yards in his college career, played in 40 games. 2019 was his best statistical year. Threw over 3,600 yards, 36 touchdowns, only 8 interceptions. It was the same year that Clemson lost to LSU in the championship game. Urban Meyer took this job because of this pick. And I'm really looking forward to seeing how the Jaguars are going to put everything together this season. Trevor Lawrence was the clear number one pick. And hopefully Jacksonville is able to finally make something work with a young rookie quarterback. Because they really have not been able to do that, at least thus far. With the second overall pick, the New York Jets select quarterback Zach Wilson out of BYU. I've seen lots leading up to the draft that there are many people who believe Zach Wilson is one of, if not the best quarterback in this entire draft. I'm not really sure if I buy that. Last season at BYU, he threw for over 3,700 yards, 33 touchdowns, only three interceptions. That was a really, really good season for him. Uh, We saw a really big improvement in his game from the season before to last season. Like I said, just great play from him during that time. He also had a completion percentage of 73.5%, which is just outstanding. I hope this works out for the Jets. I'm excited for them. I'm excited for their fan base. Obviously, again, they're hitting the reset button. Robert Sala is getting a shot to be the head coach, and I think Zach Wilson is a good starting piece for them. With the third overall pick, this is where it got a little bit surprising. You know, whatever happened at 3-4 and four was really going to decide what happened throughout but with the third overall pick the San Francisco 49ers selected quarterback Trey Lance out of North Dakota State after tons of speculation the Niners actually go with Trey Lance rather than um, Mac Jones Lance had over 2700 yards in 2019 the Niners add some competition with Jimmy Garoppolo and I like that I really do I think they could have a very competitive camp I think Lance should be starting over Jimmy G. Trey Lance didn't play last year. And I saw something on Twitter. And someone said that you cannot sit Trey Lance after he sat last season. He can't sit for two years, right? I mean, I guess he's going to be practicing. He's going to... I would imagine he'd see some game time, right? And at least from what I know of Trey Lance, he's more athletic than Jimmy Garoppolo... But I could just be saying this because he's new and flashy, right? But that, that I'm looking forward to that storyline heading into into uh, training camp and into the start of the season. Is it going to be Trey Lance or is it going to be Jimmy Garoppolo? Maybe the Niners move on from Jimmy Garoppolo in a trade sometime uh, in the next coming days for uh, the, the rest of the draft. But we'll have to wait and see on that one. Number four, the Atlanta Falcons select tight end Kyle Pitts out of Florida. 
Pitts has been linked to Atlanta for a while, and I'm going to say this tons throughout this, but I love this move. I said it on Tuesday, and I'm saying it again. Pitts is possibly the best player in this draft, and I watched a lot of Florida games last college season. And his name's constantly being called. He's all over the field. He's making plays. I love the thought of him being another weapon for Matt Ryan to throw to. Atlanta didn't need a quarterback this year. They got Matt Ryan under contract for, I believe, two more seasons. So this is great stuff all around. Add him another weapon, and let's roll with that offense. The Cincinnati Bengals took wide receiver Jamar Chase with the fifth overall pick. Chase is out of LSU, and this reunites Joe Burrow, the second-year quarterback, and Jamar Chase. The two of them have 23 touchdowns as a duo. I, w- I would have liked to have the Bengals go offensive line here. But I think there are enough talented offensive linemen in this draft that they can take one in the second, third, you know, those mid-tier rounds. But the more that I was thinking about this, the more that I liked adding this weapon for Joe Burrow. It's someone he's familiar with. And it's someone that he can create an instant connection with. And that's going to do him wonders in in his second season. Moving on to the Miami Dolphins at 6. They took wide receiver Jalen Waddell. I believe he was out of Alabama. I was not expecting this to happen. I thought Waddell was going to fall down a bit. I was more looking at Devontae Smith to go here. But I think there's one obvious reason why the Dolphins pick Waddle here, and it's his connection to Tua Tungavailoa. I like this for the same reason that I liked the pick before. Tua gets that instant connection, someone he knows very well in his uh, second year in the NFL. And again, it's going to do the Dolphins offense wonders, and it's going to do Tua Tungavailoa wonders. With the seventh overall pick, the Detroit Lions took offensive tackle Panay Sewell out of Oregon. I was not expecting this pick here by the Lions. Part of me as a Vikings fan was hoping that the Vikings were going to trade up and possibly get Sewell. But they were never going to be able to trade up to 7, I don't think. And you know what? This this is a great pick by the Lions. Sewell is an amazing athlete. And if you're going to have Jared Goff as your starter in 2021, it's not a bad idea to build uh, an offensive line around him. Personally, I think wide receiver would have been much better here for them. It's definitely a need. I don't know who you're going to have Jared Goff throwing to, but at least you'll have uh, Sewell protecting the quarterback. At number 8, the Carolina Panthers selected cornerback J.C. Horn out of South Carolina. The Panthers believe in Sam Darnold and decided to go with a defensive player. In fact, this was the first defensive player taken off the board with the J.C. Horn pick. As I said lots on Tuesday, I like these teams who have young quarterbacks taking players to make some plays on the defensive side of the ball. If you have a young quarterback, I know Sam Darnold has had a lot of NFL experience and he needs to be better in Carolina because they don't have Teddy Bridgewater anymore. They didn't take a quarterback with the eighth overall pick, even though Justin Fields was staring them right in the face, as was Mac Jones if they would, if they decided to go that route. But, you know, get players on defense just in case these young quarterbacks slip up. With the ninth overall pick, the Denver Broncos selected cornerback Patrick Sertan. 
out of Alabama. Alabama dominated this first round. Sertan had one interception last year and also took that INT into the end zone for a touchdown. Similar to the Panthers, the Broncos traded for Teddy Bridgewater. They have Drew Locke. It seems like they believe in those two since they left a player like Justin Fields on the board. But again, I, I don't mind going with defense here. And if they can remain healthy, the Broncos have a very scary defense coming in this upcoming season. They're getting a lot of people back from injury. They added some pieces. Look out for the Broncos defense. But I don't know. I, I really like Justin Fields and you guys need a quarterback. That's your biggest need. Teddy Bridgewater or Drew Locke are not going to be your long-term answer at the quarterback position. And who knows, maybe they thought that Justin Fields or Mac Jones wasn't going to be their long-term solution at quarterback either. Maybe they like a player that's further down the board. Maybe they like a Kyle Trask from Florida. You know, he 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 had a great college season last season. And uh, whatever team takes him is going to have a great either uh, competitive for the starting position quarterback or um, a great backup, which I wouldn't, I would love it. The Vikings took Trask with the 10th overall pick the Dallas Cowboys actually traded to the Philadelphia Eagles. I was not expecting them to trade to the Eagles. They jumped up two spots. So Dallas got Philly's first, which I believe was 12. And then they also got a third-round pick. The Eagles took a wide receiver, Devontae Smith, out of Alabama. I love it. They passed on Justin Jefferson last year. And this year they go wide receiver, get Jalen Hurts some help. And it's also a familiar face as they played together at Alabama. We saw a lot of that with giving these young quarterbacks a familiar face in the wide receiver room. And I, I love the idea of it. Similar to a lot of the teams taking wide receivers, right? It's just going to give the quarterback help, and that's only going to mean good things. I said on Tuesday that I think Hurts is going to have a really tough year, or he's got an uphill battle anyway this year in Philadelphia, and adding a wide receiver to that mix will hopefully um, ease, ease the stress, I suppose. <laughs> With the 11th overall pick, the New York Giants actually traded to the Chicago Bears. The Giants get next year's first. And a fourth, and also this year's first and a fifth. And with the pick, the Bears took quarterback Justin Fields out of Ohio State. So the Bears hope that he can be the future of the quarterback position for them. You know, they passed on Patrick Mahomes. They took Mitchell Trubisky. As a Vikings fan, I, I hate this move because it's the Bears. And I don't want the possibility of Justin Fields just being a terrific player to haunt me for years. But as an NFL fan, I love it. The Bears get their quarterback. I personally think Fields could be the best uh, quarterback in this draft. <sighs> I don't know. A lot of Vikings fans wanted Justin Fields. I was never really in on that. I, I was going to be okay if they took a quarterback. I don't think they need a quarterback in the first round. I believe enough in Kirk Cousins that if you want to go get a Kyle Trask or one of these guys on, in the second or third round, I'll be 100% okay with that. With the 12th overall pick, the Dallas Cowboys selected linebacker Micah Parsons out of Penn State. I think he's one of the better defensive players in this draft, and Lord knows that the Cowboys need to be better on defense. Hopefully this is the first piece to making that happen. I like it for the Cowboys. 
they don't they don't need offense, so defense makes makes sense in this position. And it was the side of the ball that needed the most improvement. You're going to be getting uh, Dak Prescott back, so just kind of wait and see on that offense, I guess. With the 13th overall pick, the Los Angeles Chargers selected offensive tackle Rashawn Slater out of Northwestern. Love this pick. Herbert had a great 2020 rookie season, and adding some offensive line help like Rashawn Slater to ensure that that second-year quarterback can stay upright and and make sure that Herbert's going to have time to make plays that we all know he can now. I love it. Great player. A great protector of the quarterback. Justin Herbert had to have a big smile on his face, and I hope that means... Great things for the Chargers. With the 14th overall pick, the Minnesota Vikings traded this pick and the 143rd overall pick to the New York Jets for the 23rd pick, the 66th and 68th pick. And then with the 14th pick, the New York Jets took guard Elijah Vera Tucker out of USC. Again, it, it's a move I like by the Jets to trade up and get a guy that they think they need to help protect Zach Wilson. Tucker is great, and I think he'll be a good piece for New York. You know, they they're gonna they're building a really good offensive line, and if you have a rookie quarterback, that's a really great thing to do. With the fifteenth overall pick, the New England Patriots selected quarterback Mac Jones out of Alabama. I said this on Tuesday. I think Mac Jones is the perfect Patriots quarterback, and he's going to have massive success here. I love this pick. Don't really have much else to say on that, really. Bill Belichick's going to love him. I think Mac Jones screams Patriot when you look at him. 16, the Arizona Cardinals selected linebacker Zaven Collins out of Tulsa. This is when we started to see a lot of linebackers start to fall off the board. Lots of talent from him, and if I'm the Cardinals, I like improving the defense. Again, you're pretty much set on offense, right? You got Kyler Murray, you got DeAndre Hopkins, so it only makes sense to go with Collins here. 17, this one was surprising. The Las Vegas Raiders selected tackle Alex Weatherwood out of Alabama. This is one that I don't think many of us were expecting. On ESPN, they said that he was a mid to late second rounder and that's kind of where everybody seemed to have him so it's a it's a bit of a reach in my opinion and the opinion of many but hey protecting Derek Carr will be good and getting him help will equal Raiders success I think I, I, I believe Derek Carr is a decent quarterback but were there better players available on the board probably but clearly the Raiders fell in love with Weatherwood and he's got some upside. So I'm not going to totally kill the Raiders for it. I think it's a bit of a reach. And maybe they were trying to trade back and they couldn't. But that's the position that they found themselves in. With the 18th pick, the Miami Dolphins selected defensive end Jalen Phillips out of Miami. This guy's career has been a roller coaster. He's a great athlete. He'll make lots of plays for uh, for the Dolphins. It's the same thing I said with all these other teams. Build a good defense to make plays if you have a young quarterback on the other side of the ball. It makes sense to me. You know, with young quarterbacks, they could turn it over lots. You're going to need 
to get those turnovers back and adding some help to rush the quarterback to possibly, um, you know, sack fumble, uh, create those forced fumbles, stuff like that. I think that's a good way to go for the Dolphins. And you went offense in your first pick, so why not just go defense with your second pick in the first round? With the 19th overall pick, the Washington football team took linebacker Jamin Davis out of Kentucky. He was a great player in college. He got a touchdown. It sucks Washington couldn't make a move for a quarterback, which is what they really need. But they just didn't have the ammo to do it. And uh, improving an already good defense may do them well with a shaky quarterback position like we've been talking this entire show so far. Let's keep moving on. At 20, the New York Giants select wide receiver Kaderis Tony out of Florida. I don't know. I don't know what else to say. I love it. I love. I love every move in this draft. I think a lot. A lot of teams made good, smart decisions, and I love it for the Giants here as well. Tony's gonna be great for da- Daniel Jones to throw to. I think maybe Elijah Moore could have been a better pick, but who knows, right? We we don't know anything. We listen to the draft experts. We try to make all these um, mock drafts and such, but we don't know. We didn't even see Elijah Moore go in the first round, surprisingly. So, obviously, NFL executives think much differently than draft experts, uh, quote-unquote draft experts, and fans that follow those quote-unquote draft experts. But adding weapons for Daniel Jones here, uh, there's Tony, is something I fully support. I'm a big Daniel Jones fan, and I hope the Giants do really good this season. For some, for whatever reason, I'm, I'm behind... Daniel Jones. Maybe it's because a lot of people doubted him going in, but I I like Daniel Jones. With the 21st overall pick, the Indianapolis Colts selected defensive end Quiddy Pay out of Michigan. Excellent, excellent value for the Colts with this pick. Pay had six and a half sacks in 2019. The Colts get a great player at 21, someone that many people thought was not even going to be able to fall this far down the board. Really looking forward to seeing Pay in the NFL. If the Vikings were going to go defense with their first pick and they were still at 14, I would have loved Barmore and I would have loved Quiddy Pay. So, good on the Colts. I don't know how to feel about them going into this season, but we can talk about that more as the draft finishes up and as we head into the upcoming season. Another AFC South opponent, the Tennessee Titans, selected at 22nd overall, and they took cornerback Caleb Farley out of Virginia Tech. Again, the Titans were a good team that I did not care about much heading in. They were good last season, is what I mean by a good team. But from what I've heard about Farley, he's got a good chance to be great. And I guess the Titans don't really need much on offense. They're kind of set there. And that's why I think this is a good pick. Again, I could honestly care less what the Tennessee Titans do. But, you know, they, they, they did pick. And Farley was high up on a lot of people's cornerback ratings. So, you know, it's, it's good value, I think, for the Titans. With the 23rd overall pick, the Minnesota Vikings. My favorite team, the Minnesota Vikings. Selected offensive tackle Christian Derrissaw. Out of Virginia Tech, the Vikings love this guy, and so do I. They wanted him at 14. 
were able to trade back and still get him, which I count as a massive success. Protecting Kirk Cousins equals good things. We know what Kirk can do when he has time. And if you get Dalvin Cook on that play action, you know, giving Kirk time to make his reads, to make plays happen, and this offense is going to be really freaking good. They need to add a couple more offensive line pieces, I think, in this draft, but they definitely have the... The, the draft picks to either move up for a second pick, which they still do not have, or use those draft picks that they have to just help boost this offensive line a little bit. I love it. I love it. A lot of Vikings fans didn't like them moving back, but they were able to move back and get more picks and still get the guy they want. That is a massive, massive win for the Vikings on draft night. With the 24th overall selection, the Pittsburgh Steelers selected running back Najee Harris out of Alabama. The first running back off the board, and he's pretty worthy of it. The Steelers desperately needed a running back here, and that's exactly what they do. Harris is great at breaking tackles and really just making stuff happen on the field. Give Big Ben a reliable option on the ground, and this Steelers defense is looking to be really, really dangerous this upcoming season. The Jacksonville Jaguars are back at pick number 25, and they took running back Travis Etienne out of Clemson. I was surprised at this pick. I was not expecting it. Jacksonville reunites Etienne and Lawrence right out of the gate. I think it's an okay move, personally. I think I would have gone something on defense if I'm the Jaguars, but adding a familiar piece for Lawrence is good, too. Etienne was great. <laughs> um, You know, he... He was, he was really good in his college career. And similar to the wide receivers that were taken for these young rookie or second-year quarterbacks, having a familiar running back for Trevor Lawrence to hand the ball off to could do really good things for the offense. At 26, the Cleveland Browns selected cornerback Greg Newsom out of Northwestern. All I have to say is that the Browns' defense, and in particular their secondary, gets even more scary. Another team that doesn't really need to go offense, so defense makes sense. All I have to say on that. At 27, somewhat of another surprise here for me anyway, the Baltimore Ravens selected wide receiver Rashad Bateman out of Minnesota. As a Golden Gophers fan, I love this. Bateman's great. I obviously watched him lots. Uh, during his time in, in Minnesota at the college. Getting Lamar more passing options should have been the number one priority, and I'm glad to see that it was. Hopefully they can uh, can uh, work on the offensive line a bit, and hopefully Lamar can have a better passing season, which I 100% believe that he can. Rashad Bateman could possibly be the best wide receiver in this draft as well, so... Keep an eye out for him in the upcoming season. I think I said on Tuesday that he could have a Justin Jefferson-type impact for the Ravens, and I'm sticking by that. I think he could. At 28th, New Orleans Saints select defensive end Peyton Turner out of Houston. This guy can get after the quarterback. Maybe some injury concerns, but the Saints get an okay player. Uh, They weren't able to move up, which there were reports that they wanted to try to move up into the top 10. 
Maybe they have their eye on Justin Fields. Maybe Mac Jones. But with the 28th overall, you're going to have a tough time getting up into 10, and they were unable to, so they went defensive end here. With the 29th overall pick, the Green Bay Packers selected cornerback Aaron Stokes out of Georgia. Um, Obviously big news in Green Bay before the draft even started, and that is that Aaron Rodgers no longer wants to be with the Packers. He informed them that he will not be returning next season to the Packers. It leaves them in a tough spot. So, you know, if I'm the decision makers over in uh, Green Bay, Aaron Rodgers is mad. I'm probably going wide receiver here, saying, here, look, we got you first round wide receiver help. They could have gone Elijah Moore here. And then maybe he's like, okay, okay. You know, that that's kinda that, that's kinda that's sexy, I guess. Um But they go cornerback. Improve to that secondary. Again, it's an interesting pick. Not giving Rogers any help. I think that's one of the reasons he's done with them, right? One of the many reasons, anyways. And this is going to be a terrific storyline to follow for a very long time to come because I don't see him getting traded. Not this weekend, anyway. And I could be completely wrong, but as a Vikings fan, I'm loving this, you know? (laughs) I want to see the Green Bay Packers fall and burn to the ground. But as an NFL fan, it's interesting as well. With the 30th overall pick, the Buffalo Bills select defensive end Gregory Rousseau out of Miami. I think this is great value at 30. He was at the draft. He looked so happy when his name was able to get called. I wish more of these guys would have been at the draft, personally, because when they get their name called, they get to go up there, hug Roger Goodell. They get to uh, hold the jersey. Nothing's beating that. And there were thousands of fans at the draft. It it looked amazing. I like this Rousseau pick for uh, for the Bills because it's an aging defensive line. Rousseau is great. He can make plays. I like it for the Bills. At 31, the Baltimore Ravens are back after trading Orlando Brown to uh, the Kansas City Chiefs. They took linebacker Jason Owe out of Penn State. I think it's good to go defense after a wide receiver with their first pick. Not bad at all. That's really all I have to say on that. And then with the final pick in the first round of the 2021 NFL Draft, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers selected linebacker Joe Tryon out of Washington. Lots of talent from this guy. He has the ability to rush the passer. And if he's learning on that already stacked defense, look out for the Bucs again because, you know, that's a great place to learn if you're going uh, in as a defensive player and as an offensive player, obviously, with Tom Brady on there as well. So there you have it, my breakdown of the first round of the 2021 NFL Draft. Tuesday, we'll break down any other big NFL news that happens, including in the draft. If some more of these quarterbacks drop, maybe some of the wide receivers, we'll be discussing that as well. I'll obviously be discussing my Minnesota Vikings because I love them. If you like the show, be sure to subscribe on Apple, like or follow on Spotify, whatever you guys do over there on Spotify. Make sure to leave a review. That's going to help the show grow, and I really appreciate it if you guys could help me leave a review. Also, follow me on Twitter at Hayden Talks 
or you can follow the podcast on Twitter at Hayden Sports Pod, as well as on Instagram at Hayden Sports Pod. Thank you again for listening to this bonus episode of the Hayden Realm Lord Sports Podcast, and we'll be back next week on Tuesday to break down the rest of the NFL draft. Enjoy, and I'll see you then.